We love hip hop. Please say that. Please say that. Do you think so? Honestly. We have a couple, but that guy morphs in such a, into like, he gets it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like, he gets it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm sure he's not like that at home or with his girl. But I don't know, fam. Like, and, and we're recording, by the way. But I just seen him on IG today walking through Canada's Wonderland with a Parker, fam. So I don't know. I think he's just like that. He's just like that, bro. This guy is so, he's, he's so entertaining, dog. Yo. You know? I was like, it's hot today, fam. What yeah, are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, the man's entertaining, bro. And it's what the music's missing, kind of, sort of, is it? Yeah. He morphs into, a, into his character. Yeah. And, and that self. But you say that's the most entertaining interview you've seen on our channel. Um, there's a couple more. Everybody says the Bizlo. The Bizlo was crazy too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did you guys talk to Chromas yet? You guys talked. Oh, to we talked to Chromas multiple times. times. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember yeah, the yeah. Bizlo. Um, he's still behind, right? Yeah. 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 Big up Bizlo, man. Yeah. Real good artists, man. I love them, man. I murder, man. Speaking of artists, let's get a topic. Independent, we deserve the world. Jeez. The real weird, the proper weird. The girls them always got me out how we Bigger than caviar wishes and champagne dreams. I'm the beauty queen now. Episode 293, let's go. Gally you up the wall. Murder. Buzzing a puzzle in any time you pass. Two of you, your mother, your mother. Happy now, happy now, happy now. 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 I bought a Jag cash off Bonatite. Really? Yeah. Okay, before I even do the intro, I need to hear the, the, the Jag story. Jag cash. You, you're, you're, you're probably on a high right, right after that tune was out there busting on all the dance halls. You walk into the Jaguar dealership. You're like, what up? I need yeah, that. Basically, I probably dropped up like the 24,000 bag was huge, right? But uh-huh. It was nice. Mm. I, just, I brought it in a no frills bag. Yeah, man, put it on the guy's table. Okay. Oh, Told him to count that while I go test drive my shit. Holy. You're feisty, dog. Oh, I'm here. <laughs> Give me that one. That 
I'll make sure everything good tonight. Oh yes, sir. God. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> they seen the cash drop on the table. Yeah, my eyes probably went yeah, like man. a cartoon character. Yes, man. And I know it's real bad, man. Oh, my God. Yeah, real bad. Oh, man. So we are... It's the world's most smoked out podcast. We love hip hop. I'm your host with the most toast, Friday Ricky Dread, aka Loose Pants Man, aka I think I'm better than before. <laughs> and yeah, man, we back at the Visionary Arts Center, episode 293. I got Raheel behind the cameras holding me down. Big up Raheel. You know what I'm saying? Yo, Dream Team Jones in the building. I see it. Big in up the Dream back. Team Jones. Yes, sir. Back again. Hey. Yes, sir. And, Shout and, out. We love hip hop. Yeah, yes, yeah. sir. And we have. Special guest here, um, Billboard um, charting, um, yeah, man, Shazam winning, Shazam winning, um, the most grants that a dancehall reggae artist can ever get out of Canada. Jeez, and Jeez. and you know, I would say dancehall legend. Thank you, brother. You know what I'm saying? Thank you, brother. Trinity Chris in the motherfucking building. A murder, a murder, a murder. A murder. What's going on, family? How you doing, brother? I'm good, it's man. It's an honor and pleasure to be here, bro. Thank you, bro. Love thank respect, you, man. man. Yo, God, no. I appreciate you forwarding here, man, Absolutely. and having this conversation with me. Mm-hmm. Yo, listen, before we even get into it, like, how are you? Like, mental health, like, how, how, how are you? God is amazing. Mm. God is amazing because without health, there's no wealth. Yes. Right? And uh, I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good. Okay. I'm activated again. I resurrected again. Mm. Now people are very happy about that. Yeah. Um, that, that that's all owed to my 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 son though. Yeah. He, he's the fire under my wings. He doesn't stop with the dirty voice note saying, "What are you doing, Dad?" Mm-hmm. No, yo, doc, yo, like he bads me up. He's a he's a motivational speaker. Oh right man, there. he takes me to a different vibe. Different yeah, man, vibe. And, and it's good because we had a conversation. Um, you know, Jones, uh, Banks, and, and Banks. we were over there at the, at the barbershop, Apollo Barbershop, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were having a really dope combo, and he was mentioning that, you know, yo, that's Trinity Chris, you know what I'm saying? That's a lie. Yo, we have to make this connection. Yeah, you know right what away, saying? right away, right so away. So now that we are all here, I'm like, yo, this, this is so sick. I'm watching videos. And then I realized when I'm watching the videos, I see Young Banks, I see Young Jones, I see you sitting there in the interview. I'm like, y'all been moving and shaking from way back, fam. I don't leave him. Friday, can I drop something on you? Talk to me. God Beats is his nephew, too. Yo, fam, I seen God Beats in the video, too. (laughs) That's my nephew. Yo, you guys have a... Yeah, yeah. There's some serious connection going on, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's my nephew. That's... I'm so proud of these guys, man. Like, these are my my YGs, man. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't ever leave Jones when I'm on the road. Yeah. I mean, it's the only person I can trust. He's my best friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I, I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, before when I can question someone, I will never question him. No, I that's, that's real. I, I raised that. I raised him to be the man he is. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud. He's a better version of me. Okay. No, no listen, that's, that's blessed that, you know, father and son are moving around. And also, like, peoples that move around from your son's generation can learn from Amen. an OG. You know Amen. what I'm saying? Murder. So let's, let's go back. Like, let's do it. Um, I want to get the full Trinity Chris history. You Absolutely. Know what I'm saying? Let's do it. You grew up in Jane and Finch. Yep. 15 Tobamori Drive. Right? Single parent household. Yes, man. Big up Miss Ruby. So what was that, that 
dynamic, right? You had any siblings, stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got um, three older brothers, an older sister. My older brother, Devin, passed away in Jamaica in a car right, crash. Please. My sister's in Florida. My older sister's in Florida. Mm-hmm. My two older brothers, Gary and Richard, they're both in Scarborough, I believe. Um, and yeah, and then there's my younger sister, Christine. She's in the West End. Jeez. And then there's me. So three older brothers, older sister, younger. you, yeah. and a younger sister. Five of y'all in the household. Yeah. At, at one point in time, there was at least five of y'all in the household. The, um, Angie never lived with us. It was okay. only me. My two older brothers, Gary and Richard and Christine. So my mom full out raised four while the other two were, one is in Jamaica and one was in the U.S. Wow. So what was that like growing up in like, I guess it would be the 80s then? In yes, Ukraine sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Wow. That, I mean, we're talking like OGs like Jerry Blair, mm-hmm. Upsetta. We're coming from them time. They were, we're watching them type of dad man, them I moved to the city. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He had a murdered out black Thunderbird. Okay. Clean and, you know, 31 division, knew the car from tail to butt. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. knew him. Like, everybody knew him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, watching them OGs deal with the thing. Yeah. In the hood, right? We were there in the 80s when things was wild, when the crack epidemic blew up. Oh, my God. I could imagine. You understand? We're watching this stuff. <laughs> like, whoa. So, yeah. y'all seen before crack hit to... Exactly when it hit on the scene, like around like 86, 87. Yeah, I lived there. I lived October more, man. I lived on the building watching the disease. So Fester. what was the transition like? Like <sighs> between like the times before to like all of a sudden like things change. Because I know everywhere across North America, it was like a light switch. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? One minute I'm playing hockey in the underground. The next minute, my bridges are around the hallways making a grand every half an hour. Wow. Them type of style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. like, wow. Whoa. My mom just said, yeah, yeah, come inside. Smart money now. Because it was crazy out there. Yeah. And, it, you know, this is before the, the, the shooting wave. They got, right? Mm-hmm. It was like real about this. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You got to yeah. use these. You know what I mean? Like real about it. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was, it was crazy. It was something to behold as a child. In the projects growing up, it was something to behold and to learn from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, you know what? Before we even continue, because I don't want to get too deep into the story yeah, before sure. I shout out some of our sponsors here. Um, big salute to Astro Pink. You mm. know what I'm saying? Always keeping me toasty. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, hit yeah. them up on their Instagram, Astro underscore Pink. If you know, you know. You and know. hit them up on their, their website, myastropink.com. Crazy, crazy. Um, and also, salute to PK Herc. He's the one who got those, those, those glasses he makes. Oh merchandise Sick. as well as he can put like logos your logos our logos on wow. anything you want right so hit him up his, his instagram is pk underscore um ssc underscore hnic um he's on instagram or love you can it. hit us any of us up you know all that stuff is on our website we love hiphop.ca yes sir but let's 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 continue with the the the, the, the trinity chris story yeah now okay early 80s jane and finch yeah. you're, you're you're growing up now, I was going through a couple of different research things, and it says at 17, your cousin Larry Diamond brought you to the U.S., yeah. right? Yeah. And that was like your first experience singing? That right? was my first experience singing and first experience of just being exposed to the music business. Right. So, so tell me, okay, first tell me about your cousin, because he seemed to be like 
OG. Oh, a lot of stuff going on too. Super OG. Right? And then he, and then that whole thing of him bringing you to the U.S. for the first time. Super OG. He was um, rolling with uh, my other cousin, Cass. That's mm-hmm. my original manager, his brother. Okay. Right? Um, our family's a very tight-knit family. Mm-hmm. We believe. Anyway, um, they had met an individual named Royale Bayon. Okay. He's the guy that made that song. I wanna sex you up. He oh found, shit! He found calling me back. Yeah, <coughs> right. And um, they were recording with Royale mm-hmm. in Manhattan, and Royale was a big fan of just the Jamaican culture. Yeah, and was just fascinated because uh, my cousin used to spit like iced tea and like uh, a shaba at the same time. Like, mm-hmm. He was doing that. From time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so mixing the rap and the and the, and and the, the patois. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, like yeah. how Toronto people talk. Yeah. You know, that's how we talk. You know, we take Jamaican slang, Englishize it, you know, Torontoize it, mm. and that's how we have our own Toronto slang. Yeah, from time. Yeah, from time. That's one of them. Another Toronto slang. Don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, Royale was fascinated with the culture, and Larry came with an idea. What if... I formed like a boys to men reggae group. Mm. And he was like, that's a great idea. Because Flex was like the shit. Yeah, Flex. Yeah, yeah. Mad Cobra. It was running Mm -hmm. in New York City. So long story short, he formed Shoreline's gang, which is me. (laughs) Get, get, Get the members. Okay. Me, Droopy from King Turbo. Wow. Grizzly Cat. Rowan Nicholson. Like very famous in Scarborough. And Andrew Slingshot Dillon, the owner, the half owner of King Turtle Sound. Wow. That was the four. And you guys were like a, a like a singing group? Like a we were a like, reggae group? Yeah, like a reggae group. Like we were DJ. How old were y'all at this point? I was 17 at this time. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I just mentioned that. No. Yeah, well, I was 70. <laughs> um, Jones, you have you have, you have any paper towel? It should be right there on top of the microwave. Yeah, I just edit this part a little bit. I got you. Yeah, man. So, thank you, brother. Um, so, long story short, um, we went to New York. This guy loved us. We recorded like seven songs because by that time, Droopy was a, like, he was a sick writer. Mm-hmm. Me now, I didn't even know I had any time. I knew I loved music, right? But I didn't know I was going to be an artist. Yeah. It's like I was forced and morphed. You know what I mean? I was about badness. I was mm-hmm. a, you know, after hockey, I went to double A, triple A, Bantam, you know, when I was 15, discovered great weed and sexy girls and thought about Less about sports. Yeah. Like the streets. You're, in the, you're off the porch, uh, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm off the porch now, going wild. You know, and I used to rule my dude, Ricky Tuffy. They killed him in Caravan, R.I.P. Um, I, I, you know what I mean? I was just about the life. Mm-hmm. And because my cousins knew I was a little, you know, terrorist. Yeah. You know? They'd say, yeah, man, you have to bring gangster Grizzly. Uh, and they, they have friends and that's what we got droopy and slingshot and turbo involved. Mm-hmm. Went down there. They loved us. We signed a $50,000 deal. No, slingshot left the group because him and Ricky turbo now were getting 
really red hot. Okay. In Canada. As, as King Turbo. As King Turbo. Yeah. Dates out the, out like dates after dates after dates after dates. Like, they were just getting hot. So hmm. You know, we said, all right, blessings, mad love, play our song. Yeah. They don't know. So it was just now me, Droopy, and Grizzly. We do a song called Body Moves. You can Google it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And sign. I was 17, going on 17. It's the first time I seen $50,000 count. So it was 50000 for the three of y'all or 50000 each? It was a $50,000 for the three of them. Wow. As young youths, you know. It was like a million bucks. Yeah. EP deal. We're only supposed to deliver like six records. What? Right away when we divvied that money up, I sent money home to my mom. Mm-hmm. Went to Jamaica Avenue, gold fronts, gold <laughs> chain. What? Shopping. The little honeys we were talking about. Wow, the rolling. We're out there now, outside. Were you saying that? Like that, that's, that 17K felt like it was never going to run out. Trust, trust. <laughs> we booked tickets for Jamaica Intermediate and disappeared. We were in yacht. That's crazy. And then we're down there for like two months and missed our flight like seven times. And the guy that signed us is like, okay, well, because he was bugging us to come back and finish the recording. Yeah. He's like, hold on. If these guys are in Jamaica, it only makes sense to go shoot the video. Mm. And we were like, now Now, this is the first time I'm, I'm in front of 40 millimeter movie camera. Like, he hired a whole crew. Yeah. Girl. Like, yeah, I'm 17. Locked off the grill. Uh, beach house was the where we stayed at the resort. Mm-hmm. Locked off half the beach. When you see on YouTube, it's crazy. And that was my first partaking into like the artist lifestyle. Yeah. I felt like I honestly made it. You know, Mm -hmm. I still have money in the pillowcase up in New York. Yeah. (laughs) I I felt like the man. Yeah. You know, that's how it started. So even back then, when like the beginnings were like, there was like some success happening there was a, a couple of obstacles because like your cousin like caught a big case around that time larry yeah, diamond he got he got caught yeah he got murdered he's in there now for murder wow yeah like he was such a brain that if that didn't happen mm-hmm. sure we would we'd have we would have met but on a very higher level yeah i would have been like you know out there a long time ago mm-hmm. multi-million multi-black he just had such great ideas and such great vision, but he was also dark. Mm-hmm. But he did the instant gratification of that cash. Now, yeah, yeah, they were hot from Philly all the way to New York. Yeah, really doing. I came there to see these guys in like multiple apartments, multiple foreign trips, doing it, mm-hmm. mesmerized. I was a speechless as a young kid, just watching my cousins like. Yeah. And even like with you yourself, like you started going through some pitfalls during that time too in the early 2000s. Like, got caught up. You were gone in Atlanta for like a multitude of years. Like, how long were you? And what? First of all, in Atlanta, bro? Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? We were one of the first Toronto dudes. We were the first Toronto kids that went to America and got money. We were on that. I was on that. I got sucked for uh, 75 pounds. Jesus Christ. Yeah. The, um, the females that were bringing it, they got bagged. And then we were outside lagging. We got bagged. Long story short, I got three years for that. So I'm in Clayton County, Georgia. Mm-hmm. 
I'm talking where the, the, the dirt's red. We mean racist. I mean, like, it gets no more racist than this part of Georgia, bro. And I'm in a foreign country, <laughs> in yeah. a foreign prison, and I don't know what I'm looking at. I'm young. Boy, that was awakening. That was a very rude awakening. I had to wake up and grow up real quick. Yeah. Real quick. So, you know, we're, we're here all together here now. And, like, you know, I got to meet Jones before I got to meet you in person. Actually, I probably met you in passing in person. We probably. You know what I'm saying? We probably. But Jones is just considerably not. He's, 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 he's a young gentleman, but he's not, like, a little kid. <laughs> so you probably, you had, you were having. I was having yeah, Kids from back in the days. Yeah, when I was 13. Wow. So I had him. Okay, so that must have been like a, a, a life-changing experience also, like oh having God, a kid at 13. A, so tell me about that. Wow, it was like, it was different. I was I was the <laughs> I, I was the standout one out of my group of friends, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, like, when my mom found out, she called me in the kitchen, man. Mm-hmm. And you could tell the level of your ass whipping from her tone. <laughs> I lie. You could tell the level of the ass. Just whipping. when they call you by your gubby and tell you to yeah, forward in the room. Tell you to forward. You can just tell how <laughs> how explosive it's gonna be or not. Mm-hmm. She called me in the kitchen. She said, uh, "Why am I hearing that you have a baby?" I said, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> yeah, me or say, "Yeah, I'm me." And then look just like you, dead stamp you. <laughs> and that's what she did. It looked just like you coming like your rascal twin. Eh? I did something you do. Oh my god, I work at night time. So like, uh, <laughs> I sound like her too. Yeah. <laughs> right? I'm like, I just sat on the chair like this, like, like, what do you say to your mom at this point? Yeah, at that age. At that age. I just said, sorry. She just leaned back on the counter. At that time she smoked. Pulled out her cigarettes, pulled out a cigarette. She's like, All right. Well, you need to get that job. You know that, right? Can you have to go mind that bit? Yeah. I'm like, Yes, mom. She just started to school me. She actually didn't really snap. Right. She's like, He's here. This is what you do. Yeah, yeah. And asked Jones, Nothing sweeter than her you can find. No, no, no. She's one of the best people in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Not sweeter than her, you can find. No, that's that's blessed, man. Like yeah. for for her to even have the understanding of not kick you out and no, all that stuff. You no. know what I'm saying? She didn't even go there. She just she said, "Okay, time to man up." Yeah, yeah. Teach you something, right? She's not gonna teach you these things. I'm gonna teach you how to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna wait, kick back because I'm I'm gonna sort out a couple things. She did everything she said. Transpired. Nice. Nice. As a as a as a mother should. Yeah, man. Hold to on boots. to their words, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, no salute to mom boots, yeah. Yeah, man. Real. This Ruby, love you, baby. Um, at sixteen, you had your first video on beat. Yes, sir. We were one of the first. Again, I I I, I take pride in these actors. Mm-hmm. As a Toronto youth, we were on BT for them. All of them. Can I give you a story about snow, bro? Yes, please. You know that I just don't know how to play that. Hey, look at boom, boom, damn. Look at boom. Nah. 
Jeez. Okay, so we're at the studio, 42nd and 8th. We were recording. Um, God, God love him to death, man. R.I.P. Big Cap. Mm, yeah, DJ heavy. Big yeah, DJ Big Cap, heavy DJ in the game. Love me and Drew because we smoke weed and he smokes hello. Mm-hmm. So every time we came to the studio, we always bought weed at the record shop on on Merrick Boulevard. Everybody knows that record shop. Fire weed, mm-hmm. God weed. Two twin dreads to run the record shop. We'd stop there, get our weed, and bring it to Manhattan. Fire. So Big Cap used to love that. Yeah. He knew that we'll come to the studio. So because of that, we're recording a record. He goes, yo, what are you guys doing after? We said, no, we're just there. He goes, there's a guy from Canada performing at the Palladium on 14. And I got five passes. You guys rolling? Mm. I'm like, fucking right. We are. I don't even think he said guy from Canada. He said, there's a youth performing. And he has like the hottest record out right now. You ever heard the Informer? I'm like, no. He's like, come on. So we're in the VIP section there. You know, he got some drinks for us to we're smoking, you know, we're sneaking weed and smoking and shit. Mm-hmm. Then the announcer comes, sorry, the announcer comes out now and says, okay, everybody, it's showtime and we're about to get started into the show. La, 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 la. Ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you Snow. And then the beat comes to mm-hmm. This guy walks out. I almost fell off the fucking top two. I said, that's Darren. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> I said, what do He's from Allenburg. Mm-hmm. Don Mills and Egg, Don mm-hmm. Mills and Shepard, Finch. <laughs> Grizzly's tripping, Rob, they're tripping, telling Cap, yo, we know the dude. Yo, Trini, yo, we know the dude. And you didn't know him as Snow. I didn't know him as Snow. Wow. I didn't know that was his record. I didn't even hear Informer yet mm-hmm. until I seen him performing it in front of 2,000 people at the Palladium on 14th Street in Uptown Manhattan. That's How crazy. the fuck did you get there, bro? That's crazy. That was a proud Toronto moment for me, bro. Yeah. Snow got the first. <laughs> no, salute to Snow. Salute to yeah. Derek O'Brien. Oh, what do you mean, man? That was epic to me. I, I could and he had the place on smack tilt. Fuck, that tune was huge. <laughs> And New York was on that Jamaican swag. Mm-hmm. You know, they love it. If anywhere in America loves the odd man, it's New York and Miami. Well, you got to understand also, right? At the time, you know, those times that you're talking about, even like after Snow, when you were like getting your times on BT, like the first tune that you had busting on BT and stuff, there was still like a, a marriage between hip hop and reggae that was still happening. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're seeing, like, um, Beanie Man having different tunes coming out um, with, 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 with um, hip-hop artists and stuff like that. And just different artists who were doing different little collabos. Even Informa had MC Shan on it. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Well, the, the intelligent hip-hop artists know that rap stems from dancing. Mm-hmm. Without reggae, there would be no rap. Yeah. Cool Herc. Come on. Jamaica is the first island and the only place where individuals used to rhyme over rhythm. Mm-hmm. They call it toasting. Cool her, who's a yard man, brought that swag to the rock. Yeah. And that's how rap was. That's how hip-hop came to be known. Yeah. So a lot of these rappers really need to know if they really know their thing, they should know that the Jamaican culture has everything to do with what you do. Mm-hmm. If you say you rap. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. You know what I mean? 
It gets its reverence, but I think it could get more. You know? No, definitely. Most definitely. I think it could get more, and that's what we're here for. Yeah. So even, like, as we go through, like, the history of, of Trinity Chris, and, and, and once again, Trinity Chris in the motherfucking building, you know what I'm saying? Um, Specs the Boss. Big up Specs the Boss. Tell me about the Specs the Boss connection. We bullied 93.5. That's what we did. Specs took some chances with me, bro, that man almost lost his job multiple times. Because Yo. it was things that they were unheard of. Mm. But the music was so fire and the, and the city took to my shit so great. Yeah. Especially when I dropped on a tight pants. Mm. I could do no wrong. I could do no wrong in Toronto with that record. Yeah. Went everywhere. What's the inspiration behind that record? Not to interrupt you, because like at one point I was thinking it, but then you actually like vocalized it with the record. <laughs> Specs is the inspiration. He was promoting his party, his birthday party. Mm-hmm. And he says, there's one thing I do not want to see at my party. And it's those guys, those tight pants on the square <laughs> and played a bag of samples behind it. I'm in my car almost puking laughing. Because <laughs> I took in the show religiously every Sunday. Never mm. missed it. Hoping and praying he played my song. My yeah, songs, yeah, right? yeah. And when he said that, I said, wow. So I think the following weekend, him and I went to a party. And he was playing at this party. And this, the, the, the sound that was playing before him played a song. This song was fucking fire. The beat was so fire. And that's where, when I get my inspirations, it's like I go into the Holy Ghost. Like, mm-hmm. it's like I freeze. I can't move. I can't talk. And it's just, it's just, a breeze is just slap boxing. Yeah. Because when the rhythm came on and the song came on, I was just, felt like I couldn't move. And it was dig down. Bad man forward, bad man below. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I couldn't move. And I was like, this song is. Yeah. And then I was like, that's Mm-hmm. Got somebody to recreate Big Up Jim to remake the version of the rhythm. Okay. I think ours was even harder than the original. And that's how I did. You know, long wow, bona tight pants and a square front shows. Mrs. Up Top shut out weird to not be so comes. <laughs> the place went bananas. I treated the Chris. The whole of my clothes fit me right. Not in a tight. Oh, man, I loan fee in a tight. Region Park, start the light. That's when I had the whole region part behind. Big up yeah. Sartre, big up Phil Box, Trey Nice, Young Smurf, BJ Juggy. DJ Juggy. Oh, salute to Juggy. I haven't heard that name in a long time. We yeah. set that movement, oh, Family yeah. City, unified photo shoots in all one color. And yeah. Big excursion outside of rap with me and Trey Nice picture and Young Smurf on the on the. I ca- remember that. Selling waters in the caravana with starting lineup wrapped around it, sold off cases. Yeah. I up to you. Trinity Chris, man. We are set up in Ice Street and you up the CD. Like the big life speed, everybody I take that. Yeah. Because I had a nice drip on, you know, 10 grand on my neck. I'm in here, well breathed, nice. I'm a little clean. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I look believable. The perception was believable. Yeah. And everybody took the CD. I looked the part. Yeah. And then when they played it, and I'm just a bumble cloud, you would eat bad. And then some people, oh, I heard this on the radio. I hear sex playing this. I'm from Toronto where we get no whip hot bottles. Montreal players ball with hot. It's mush up. Okay, but you mentioned that, right? Like, the, you, you mentioned those lyrics, right? Yeah. And I caught the bar. But there's a lot of people who don't understand reggae music, right? Yeah. Did everybody know that you were from Toronto, fam? 
Not everybody. I, I feel like a lot of people that and went right over their head. That was the magic of Specs. Mm. I said, Specs, how are you going to do this? He's like, here's how we're going to do this. You're going to give me a murder hot song on every beat that comes out of Jamaica that's hot. Okay. And what I'm going to do with these records is I'm going to mix you right in with the big dogs them, mm. so nobody may be able to tell the difference. And how they told the difference? Some of my songs were hotter than the ones that are coming out of Yacht. Okay. For instance, on the military rhythm, the anthem. That's where Specs got the Halamana Shonda. Oh, shit. This is the anthem on the basements of the state. Came from the Kennedy St. Johnson Beat. Introducing to the world. And the thing is, there's, you guys are always naming different Toronto streets and areas in crazy tune. That was nuts. I was probably one of the first guys that did that. Hmm. You know? Yeah. The other guy was doing it, right? His name is Hardy. He was doing it. On a dancehall reggae tip, I was the only guy that. I'm from Toronto, where we get dough and pop. Montreal, player. And the fucking Indians representing the British from Jamaica, don't be Bajan Diagnes and all Do you write, fam? Yes, sir. I love to. Because, like, I feel like the way that you flow is so steady that, like, it does. I can't even see you write down on a page. I, it, just, it seems like you just freestyle it out. It's in my head first, uh-huh. and then I have to get the paper. Okay. Just so I can remember. Because first, once I hear the rhythm, I do the melody. I, I hum to it. Mm. <laughs> I know how I want to sound, but I haven't put the words to it. Yeah. So first I get the melody. Then once I get the melody and it sounds sweet on the rhythm, that's when I go into the, the words. Bonatai mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah. Pants was a freestyle. Okay. Didn't write one word. Just all boom. Off, off the top of my head. Wow. And it was my biggest record. That's crazy. But I feel like you also, you know, over time, you linked up with a lot of different big um, reggae artists in the game. Like, for example, you have the connection with Bounty Killer. Yeah. You have the song No Consignment. That's my bro, bro. Can you tell us the story about paying for it and then having to wait a whole shitload of time? Seven years. Seven years? Seven years I paid Bounty Killer. He asked, I, I went through Kevin. Specs got that organized for me. Um, Don't lie to me, fam. You were cheesed that you're having to wait seven years for this tune, fam. Lost my mind. I would have been like, yo, fam, where the fuck's my money, bro? Lost my mind, bro. I was going down there to go fight people. (laughs) That was my attitude. That's what, and Specs taught me out of it. Mm. Like, are you crazy? You won't come back. You want to go to to Jamaica and go find Bounty? (laughs) Idonia still owes me a hundred grand. I paid Idonia and Bounty at the same time. Mm. which was like three grand Canadian at the time. That's how we differentiated the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I went to Western Union, walked to Western Union with my, with my re-up and paid these two guys. Mm-hmm. Set myself a back saying, I have a vision. With the re, bro? With the re. On God. <sighs> yes, sir. I found it back again and kept the thing going, but with the vision that these guys are going to do me justice. Yeah. And I only got justice from the killer. But that's my bro, bro. And I had to earn that. Yeah, because I seen y'all in the interview together after no fool, and all that. You no know fool can go around. And then, like, you know, he had you over at the, at, at the, at the but, festival and all that. Like, y'all, he made good on it. More than good. More than good. Where, like, <laughs> me and him had multiple conversations. Yeah. Like, when I go to Bounty Sunday, I, 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 I you know, I go and walk to his corner. Mm-hmm. Stand there with him for a minute. Me and him talk. Pretty good. One hundred. Everything all right. Balance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, daddy. Yeah, daddy. All right. I cut. Don't hang around too long. Mm-hmm. Just don't show the reverence. And 
That's the real God yeah, of yeah. the thing. Like, give that man his flowers. No. Mm-hmm. Right now. Rodney Price. What? Like, drug God. He's made multiple people billionaires. Like, that's what you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? That's what you do. Enough artists has adapted that style. Mm-hmm. Plus their friends that they don't have talent around. Fire upon a man when I do that friendship. No, man. We can't call some him. No. Yo. I went up play with people. I'm trying to stay away from the mix. (laughs) (laughs) Talk the things then, brother. That's why you have to big up champion puppy, right? Boss him friend them. Mm. Yeah, I feel love that, brother. I saw you for yo. Okay. I have a couple questions, and there's a few things I want to get to. Okay. Because you have a lot of different connections that you've made along the years. First of all, I want to talk about the vibes carnal. Vibes Cartel Connection. Well, big up Rashi the Little Wicked. Rashi the Little Wicked is, uh, that was my, that was my direct line to all the artists in Jamaica because he himself was a childhood star. Yeah, Little Wicked had Little the, the, Wicked. that tune from way back. Yeah, yeah he had a yeah, couple yeah. of them, right? Mm. Um, and like, that's when he was like eight years old. When he was my, like my last son, Kalani. That's how, how Kalani is. That's Little Wicked. He was tearing up stage shows at eight. Yeah, <laughs> I remember Little, Little Wicked. Like making the big man, big man with big flourishing careers have to sata. They don't want to go up after Little Wicked, bro. That's he just crazy. leveled 30,000 people at, at Coney Park in Jamaica. Leveled the whole thing. Right? So every artist rated him mm-hmm. and loved him. But... You know, sufferation came and man's took risks. They didn't pan out mm. and it slowed down man's career. So he was my direct link. Him and Cartel are like this. Right. They're both from Paul. And that's how I got the link to Cartel. You know, that was a big song for me. Specs. That, was, that went number one on Ron Nelson's show. Speak to Ron Nelson. Yeah, yeah, 88.1. Like, it was a big song for yeah. It made me another bag of money. My Facebook, I was booked for two years straight. Last Jones, about two, three years straight. Every weekend, it was, yeah. uh, I was uh, Planet Rock was my uh, booking agent. Every weekend was two, three thousand dollars. I was that busy. The phone going off in here. Sorry. Oh, shit. Sort, you know. Just off of that song. Yeah, the cartel song. Madness. That's crazy. So even with that, with that also, you started doing, like, you're talking about shows and stuff, right? You, you opened for Wu-Tang. Oh, wow. Right? Wow. You had a tune even with, um, with Sheik Luch. Luch. Yeah. Not and I feel it. that that was like a nine-nickel connection. Yeah. Yeah, Peter Jackson. Yeah. That. yeah, yeah so so that. salute to Peter Jackson. That's We Love Hip Hop Alumni. Yeah. Tell me about how you and, and, and PJ Link. Um, PJ was also, I guess, a fan of mine. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he respected the movement. And you all have tunes together, too. Yeah, we have Hustler and a few other tracks, right? Mm-hmm. But um, Hustler was the big one. Uh, through Chris McKee, who was his manager at the time. Yeah. We linked up, did Hustler. It worked so well. Um, Peter brought me out to a show. And our energy was so huge at the show. Both him and Chris the next morning were like, listen, we just secured face tour mm. 26 cities across Canada PJ's opening uh, we're bringing you on the road to do this record every day. sick I was like done 
let's go. Yeah. Let's fucking go. Man. And boy, did we light up Canada. Every time he called up, because it's a it's a hip-hop show, all mm-hmm. hip-hop heads. But as soon as Peter Jackson called out reggae artists, the whole demographic and vibe changed. Yeah. The roof lifted off. Every time I came out on stage, the roof was went mm-hmm. I come with that energy. Different the what this year, what? Yeah, and all the people who you see, all the real reggae lovers start to really turn up. It like to where Ghostface stopped me on the tour saying, Yo, Star, I love that shit. Trinity is shit. That's the big, big homie saying, Yo. Yeah, it's Tony Starks right there. That's the big homie saying, Yo, kid, you're tough. Yeah. Well, you're tough, though. You met a lot of people, eh? Ian Method Man shut down Quebec City. Hmm. Chris McKee, big up Chris McKee, my, my agent, my, 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 my boss. Bro. He brought me to Quebec City, open for Method Man. It was like a wicked, fancy-ass club in Quebec, bro. It held like 3,000 people. Believe me, there has ever been a 3,000 people. Mm-hmm. It's Method Man. And when I dealt with that stage, even he was like, bro, you're tough. Yeah. But I know what to do. I, I gauge the crowd. Mm-hmm. I do the James Brown Perform your song, and if it smashes the place, go record this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like reverse engineering. Reverse it. Mm-hmm. Go see if it works first. If it works, go record that. Yeah. I murder. That's dope, man. And, okay, even fast-forwarding a little bit, right? Absolutely. With the, with the reggae vibes um, that are going on, like, there's been different people, and you've mentioned even, like, the boy Drizzy. Yeah. Um, Drizzy, you know, uh, he has his other nicknames like um, Drizzy Marley um, that that DJ Academics calls him, gotcha. and there's different guys like Tory Lanes who who could jump on a reggae beat, and and you know he he redid Controller almost better than Drake, you know what I'm saying? Or a lot of people will say better than Drake. Guys like Carter now who infuse reggae and hip hop into their style. Like, what about? collaborations or meetings with these guys over the years? Because, like, you've always been holding down the reggae flag for Toronto from time, fam. Yeah, man. Big up, blessed. I lived up here, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've helped. Definitely. Yeah, they've helped like, hold it up, too. Yeah. Um, I haven't personally met Drake, but we know he knows of me, know of each other. I think that was the first Toronto artist he ever named from. Okay. When he was beefing with Carter. Dead Press Remix. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I mean, so... That's going to happen eventually. Tory Lanez? Monster. Have you ran into Tory along the way when he was on his come up? No, sir. But I've seen him on the MySpace and the Facebook at the time. So, like, I've seen it. I've seen that this guy was going to be. Yeah. And even, like, with the early Drake um, music that was coming out and all that, like, around those times when you were, like, Busting down the place, right? Yeah. It was kind of around the same time, like, he was first getting his music played on, like, I got a good Drake story. Tell me, please. Yeah, yeah. So, again, I was rolling one night. Had a great day. Uh, My manager calls me. Where are you? I said, yeah, I'm at home here. He's like, hurry up, get dressed, man. Come pick me up. We're going downtown. I said, what's going on? We said, we're going to Solaris. The replacement girl video shoot after party. Drake Mm. and uh, Tory Trey songs are there. I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, look at that. Shot down there. So we get to the place now and get in there, get a bottle, me and Bully, make our way to the, you know, the 
DJ section. So I know this is uh, P plus white boy and uh, Junior Danger or something like that. I forgot his name. So I walked by the DJ booth, Drake's on the stage doing that Toronto song he had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the beat's slapping and the place is kind of moving and took two shots of the Henny and hung up White Boy because me and White Boy are both. Yeah, cool. salute to DJ White Boy. Yeah. Salute DJ White Boy. And I just looked at Drake. I said, to Bully, watch this. Chopped on the stage. Right away. Yeah. You know, what the fuck? And I just politely took the mic out of his hand. And on, on his rhythm, on his, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All right. The whole fucking place erupted. What are you telling me? You took the mic from Drake and you just hook over the show, bro? He knows this. And Yo. This is what you're no, But I did it politely and respect. Murder it in. White boy in P plus pulled like a like gorilla wheel up. Mm-hmm. And politely gave him back his mic. You Taylor Swift to Drake, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, bro. I'm gonna let you finish. <laughs> but put a tight pants on a spare front shoe. Yeah, but <laughs> right, he sent me a message on MySpace the next day. I was leaving for fucking Jamaica the following day. And I was like, yes, as soon as I get back from Jamaica, we're gonna link. So I'm, oh, yeah, me and Bird, I love, love, respect. He's like, yo, that was mud. That was mud. He wasn't a, you know, it wasn't a, you know, there was I, no disrespect. No disrespect. Yeah, he was an yeah, artist yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah. He loved the art and was like, what? And when he was beefing with the boy, mm-hmm. drop name, call me. The, You're a rapper, homie. Leave that for Trinity Chris. Uh, hold on, man. I said, yes, man. The man. All right, then, brother. All right. Let's so, get to work. Yeah. So let me ask you. You and Cardi never had any time to trying to make any co- collabos or anything? Not even cross paths. I have a Cardi story. Talk to me. Okay, let's talk about that. So... The thing hot like fire. When I type pants, I mash up the whole of Canada. Mm-hmm. Frosh Week, Kingston, Ontario, University, Cardinal, me, book, specs. We go up there. This guy sees sees me and Regent Park, man, them. Mm-hmm. Gets Bobby, switches up the thing. Because I'm supposed I'm the opener. I'm supposed to go up first. Right, right, right. Me and specs. Because anyhow, me and specs went up first with a shell the whole place. Because they were waiting. It was that kind of a crowd. Pack, places rap. Mm-hmm. This guy tells the promoter, I'm going first. What? On God, I'm going first. Goes up there first, gets his little forward and whatever he does. And I guess after he's performed that done, show's done? What you mean the show done? That's what he was trying to like, the headliner sees the opening act and tells the promoter, I need to perform first. On God. And that's the day I said to myself, I don't rate that you. It's a funny thing. And I've been preying him ever since. Yo, that's a crazy story. All right. Phil Banks can tell you that story then. Holy can't tell you. Specs can't tell you that story then. They were all there. So did you get to perform after? Yeah, we did. And I had to work very hard because like now... The people, because the people don't know no better. They came, mm. they, you know what I mean? They're here to see the headliner. Yeah. But they also, you know, no one at that time, no one really cares about the opening. Yeah. To be honest, I'm just keeping it 100. So we had to like double work. And because I had a very talented DJ with me, we were able to pull back 
700 people and hold them in front of the stage. Mm-hmm. You get me now? Yeah, yeah. And then, they, and then now I had to make it known. I was supposed to perform before it, but anyway, here we go. And they were like, oh, God damn. But from that night, from the night I breathed different. And then got an Akon story. Okay. I got stories. Akon story away, bro. Yeah. Let me hear this one. So Akon's my bro. bro. I know Akon before Akon had two pennies. Mm-hmm. So before locked up, big up Andre Young, who's in Atlanta right now, as who's going to be watching this, who can attest to every word coming out of my mouth. Okay, we know Akon like that. Aliyathiam, that's his man. That's the man's name. I, my mom knows his mom. I know Abu. Wow, his sister, his other older brother. You call him who? Abu. Yeah, Abu. Holy I know these smokes. guys, bro. Yeah. I know these guys. Know these guys. I did a little thing up here. Made a little bag. Mm-hmm. Went to Atlanta. I mean, I can't spend the money there. We were slapping. He had a girl. She had a cousin that was fired. And I was just a four away every day. You, wow. don't you don't know when you have females. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's, that's how I got four sucks. I was the first person to play an Akon record in Canada. King Turbo. 89.5 Morning Ride Show mm-hmm. was the first show that played an Akon record. Okay. Featuring Trinity Chris, Psalms 91. Which three, four years later, I think five years later, was added to regular rotation by Flo. Wow. That's an exclusive right there. Holy shit. So, Akon, every time, so I got locked up and I did seven years in the feds in Ohio. How I did my time, I probably spoke to five people. Mm-hmm. The whole person. I talked to nobody. I went to a very dark mode mm-hmm. and I just would go to the gym and lots of reading. But in the feds, you have to have your headphones, you buy these nice headphones off the commissary yeah. and your radio because <coughs> that is the only way you can watch TV. So in this particular person I was in, they had the BETU where the channel stays on BET. Okay. So I'm walking past, rooms packed. These guys are watching. I, I, the peripherals of my eyes catch a very dark-skinned brother and a light-skinned brother. So the stop my hurts, I'm pull up, look at the TV, and I switch my radio to that channel, the BT mm-hmm. and I'm hearing, I'm locked up, they won't let me. Fuck that take. Jeez. So I'm telling the guys that I'm in the TV room, like, you don't know him. I run to my cell and get my phone book and come back and show them. TV room boss. Mm. Call his mom right away. She's like, yeah, oh my God, he's in Philadelphia tonight right now. Oh, he, I, I send you $200, okay, honey? Because they'd send me money. Yeah. All the time. They locked up. Right so when I came out 2004, July, him and I spoke to my battery, but dead on my phone. Mm-hmm. And he promised that I'd be the first artist signed to content, the first regular artist signed to content. He says, we'll just pop you off into Europe first and then we'll let the time pass for a little bit and we'll work on, get these lawyers to work on getting you back. Yeah. Let's go. Sent the deal. The deal was for a quarter million, but Doug Brown, we got Doug Brown, one of the best uh, entertainment players in Toronto. I'm not sure if he's still in practice, but one of the best. Said to me, Chris, I don't think it's in your best interest to sign this deal because after you pay everybody in, Putting reverse, maybe we walk away with 40,000. Mm-hmm. You sure you want to do that? But 
I was sure because the notoriety I'd gained standing behind or beside this person yeah. on a record in front of tens of millions of people, I would be able to create my own wave. I was very, very confident in that because he seen that I was confident. I said, okay, let's go. Yeah. But Akon lagged, dragged, lagged and he dragged, lagged and he dragged. And I slowly see him chummy, chummy with cotton. I wonder, oh, I'll go. So you're saying this is 2004. Yep, 2004, 5, 6. Because every year he came every summer, he was getting bigger and bigger. The first year we went out, Specs can attest to this. We went to the Western Harbor Castle, jumped on the tour bus that Timberland lent him. Mm -hmm. I'm touching Aaliyah's ASCAP award, her Grammy. Mm -hmm. And the tour, going to the ACC. Him and Gwen Stefani. Wow. He's opening for Gwen Stefani, no doubt. Sold out. That was year one. Yeah. Year two, him and Rihanna came. Year three, him and Rihanna came again. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm like, okay, so what are we doing? And then after year two, the second time he came is when the contract stuff was going on. Right. And then by the next summer, I'm like, okay, what are we doing? This is the whole, almost a whole year now. I'm just trying to figure out a few things. No, 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 no. He leaves me a voice note on my phone that I have to be a part of Black Jays. Work it out with Carter now. In order for this trans to happen. What? I almost fucking threw my phone to you. Yo! My bridger that I spent money with in Atlanta, bro. I left you my fucking car in Atlanta when I flew back to Toronto to go back into the road and make more money, you fucking asshole, dog. I saw you need with Batman. Hold on. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold I, saw on. With, I saw your knee with your bad man friend who left your car. When my mother said my money come down, I broke it in half and I get a brother. Mm. All the day when I was leaving, I had like four bills in my pocket. I gave three. And my car key. <coughs> so you and Akon were like this. That's good. He made me meet TLC. So, Andre from Outcast. But, okay, I don't understand the stipulation. Like, you had to, like, join Black Jays or you had to... That's what the man said on my voice note. Make it right with Cardinal and make them be a part of Black Jays so we can go forward. Go forward. Go, go what? Do what? We, we said to me, right? He had to leave a voice note because anyhow I caught him on the phone, dog, it would have been a tink. Wow. Yeah, because I would have told him about himself. You're my friend? Like, what kind of disrespect are you telling me? So... Okay, so what, what happened after that? Have you spoken to Akon since then times? Never talked to him. Yo. Okay, so then you see... Oh, wait, lie. I was in Calgary doing W, Jones. I was in Calgary. Called him. He answered. Told me to meet him at the Calgary Stampede thing. He, he was a... They, Stampede brought him up. Mm -hmm. And he gave me 1200 US dollars. I split with my girl at the time that was with mm -hmm. And he told me he promises Sunday just wrap this up. Next thing I see is dangerous for releasing the video. Holy. Oh, Yo. My virgin finesse me now. Because he knew my head was hot, hot, hot too. Yeah, dog. And we never spoke again. So there's multiple pre I have. On this guy, bro. Like, 
like you, you don't even like no bro. Yo, fam, yo, you're stand, yo, bro. Yeah, Akon, this me that. That's a, that's the craziest story I've ever heard, fam. And that's my brother. Well, that's I, I, you know, I've never. I, that's my brother. That's what he did to me. That's what he did to this talent. Suppressed it. I had four records. You must have been hot when you see the Buddy. dangerous tune. I went into a depression for a while. Asked my son. I was. I went down. I went nowhere. Didn't I? Mm. Shut down. Damn, bro. That's crazy. Okay. I, I I'm trying to process this story and get and figure out what my next question is. But like, it, I think it, it brings me into my my next question. As somebody who's held down the reggae scene for so long. I feel like the question has already been answered. Do you think you get the respect you deserve, fam? No. 100%. I get more hate than I get. Big up all my real fans, then. You yeah, you, you have fans, are. bro. Big up my real fans, and I love you guys. There's people yeah. who are going to be tapping into this interview now, yeah. fam. They're going to be yeah. those are the fans, bro. I, I love you guys to death. The real Trinity Chris fans. Yeah. Oh. When I did Bona Tight Pants, um, it was a problem. Mm. Like, a, like the dancehall band had boycotted me. I could get no shows. Really? But when I was on shows, I was on the big one. That's why I got a big up, you know, hoods like Driftwood and Region Park, like Pete Dog, real OG from Driftwood. Yeah. He was, you know, after I slewed the Capleton show on Jane and Wilder there, man, he my traps is a gangster in front of 40 of his peers saying, mm-hmm. yo, you just ripped that shit, bro. I mean, I already know who you are. So. Yeah. Like, I was getting that kind of reverence from the city. Yeah. A whole hood behind me, courtesy of Phil Banks, bro. Yeah. I feel Banks met Regent Park, love Trinity Christmas. Wow. Them type of brother there, yeah? Them guys gave me my, I can't go anywhere and I sit there, but would be nice. You got yeah. Malvern too. Malvern showed me stupendous love. Mm-hmm. I used to live there in the height of my shit when I was red hot. I yeah. lived right in fucking Melbourne. Yes, sir, we Bob. Right in the hood. Yes, sir. So as the time has evolved to where we are now, like what is like how have you evolved with the times now? Right? Like social media, all the different things, and like what are your views on it? You know, even people putting auto-tune on reggae, like I never put so out so many changes that have happened. I, I, I blatantly tell producers don't ever put that shit on my voice. I have no rages, I have no octaves. Mm. I study these things. How I stayed relevant through my son. Mm. Salute to Jones, through my kids. He knows everything I need to know to be a trigger artist, mm-hmm. ready at any time. See? And I just never gave up. Yeah. Just kept writing. I love it. Yeah, the fame and accolades of money will come, but I love music. Mm-hmm. It, it, does, it, it does something to my soul, my spirit. It makes me happy. Yeah. That's what music does. It teaches me shit. You learn from music. You know what I mean? Like people tell their stories through songs. That's what music is. That's a fact. Yeah. That's and even like with the reggae scene out here, um, What's, why do you think it's harder with Toronto having such a Jamaican 
infused culture. Like it's that's one of the biggest parts to the West Indian culture out here is Jamaican, yeah. right? But there's not a lot of reggae artists that come out of Toronto. Why do you think that is? Well, we're not given the well, first of all, it's how you present it. We're not also given the opportunity. Mm-hmm. So that that's a great question because now how did it, how did Trinity Chris recreate himself? I have a record, probably the hottest record of the summer in the city on being courted by Z103, and that's Sea View mm-hmm. featuring Armando. Yeah. I had to recreate myself. I had to blend it into one day. Morph. As an artist, you gotta morph. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You got, eh? you got to move with the time. You got to morph. If you're a real artist, you got to jump through the portals and morph. Yeah. You know what, too? You've been doing that for years. Not even just, you know, morphing, but you've been kind of like talking about the EDM, the house wave for a minute. Like, ah. if you look back, he has tracks with like um, Naja Caliber, yeah. you know, and other stuff like that, you know, and. It was kind of like doing that, like that. And how old is that song? Like yeah, seven, eight years, yes, like sir. six years, maybe. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Around there. Yes, sir. Absolutely. You know, so I was. Yeah. I, I I always wanted. To, I always want. I knew where I wanted to go. It's just not just. It's just not about pleasing the black culture mm-hmm. and, and the, the reggae scene here in Toronto. I want to be a world artist. Yeah, international. I want so I could have the the millions to. Find another Trinity Chris because there's so many out here in Toronto that just are dying for a break. Yeah. To read the meet the right person to give them that shot. That was me, bro. Mm-hmm. So that's why I got a big upset because we had to bully our shit and take our shot, bro. And that alone made it infection. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, Trinity Chris. That alone made it infectious. So big props to King Turbo and Specs. That's where my career spawns from. That sound system, that sound fraternity. Yes, sir. And big up to the legendary King Turbo sound, yo. You know what I'm saying? That's a foundation sound over legendary. here. Legendary. Toronto. Man. Legendary. Sleek shot. Ricky. Specs. Otul. Dami. Mm-hmm. Legendary. Nah, man. Listen, man. Trinity Chris in the motherfucking building. The day I'm on. Okay. I, I got a couple more things I want to yes. cover before we, before we get out of here today. Yeah. I want to talk a couple of new stories, okay? Because... Please. You know, um, it's episode 293, I think 293. I'm on now, man. Bro, we've been moving through this podcast space. and We're heavy. Um, Salute you know, to you, man. We thank you, you, King. Thank you. Facts. We need him. Facts. Thank you. Toronto, we need him. Because Toronto rap is fire. Big up the YGs, the Pressas, the Bulas. Mm. All these young youths, I love every single one. I love them all, bro, because... I just wish they all got along. These guys have no idea. If they all yeah. Got along. They have no idea the millions they, because there's millions of little teeny bopper, 14, 15, 16 year old white kids across Canada that, that will sell out auditoriums mm-hmm. to see these guys on a tour. Jesus Christ. You see, if these guys got along and stopped shooting at each other, Doug, they would legitly touch Millie's legal and the government and police couldn't do a fucking thing about it. See, you, you brought it to a perfect point. Because one of the questions I had here is like, you know, guys like Mula, Mula was talking in his interview, right? Yeah. About how NAB, The Weeknd, all these guys are not putting on Toronto artists, right? Yeah. Um, but one thing I want to know is, do you think, even before I get to the Mula stuff and all of the, the that question, do you think that there's an infrastructure in Canada where artists don't have to leave to go to the States? Rascal! Didn't you hear what I just said? 
That's what no, because you just mentioned it. So imagine if Moolah and Blizzlo got along and they and Blizz was on road right now, they did a Canadian tour. Yeah, but do you think that's the only problem? Do you think it's just because artists don't get along, or do you think that they're not getting exposed to enough of Canada? That that's my opinion. This would expose them to Canada if they got along. Mm. This is the picture here. Get along, get the money that allowed promoters to trust you to bring you to their city. And you smash it with no violence occurring. Nobody getting hurt and on to the next city. Mm-hmm. Is trust not gained? Done. Sure right. And you'll be able to do it every fucking year. So what if we can't cross the border? We sit in Canada and make fucking 10 million. Yeah. And we split it up. And then we go back to Toronto and we're actually not beefing because we're so lit right now. <laughs> There's no need to. We're, we're t- like It's working. Mm-hmm. If that's infrastructure could be set come on ricky you already know no you make a good point like if they can trust that the money won't get fucked up yep a lot more venues would be willing to open their doors and thousand percent start seeing a lot more of these guys having live shows canadian tours probably doing different venues that have bigger 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 roni right now roni has a tour going on where he brought hardest out tour wicked Mm -hmm. dead style yeah different bigger Different guys from different parts of the city. If they get along or not, right now we're going to go get a bag in every city. Mm. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, they can go from clubs to auditorium. How about that? You come back and pay all your bills. And do it again. Without even having to touch the immigration. They don't have to touch immigration. From Victoria to fucking New Brunswick or Nova Scotia. And the more unified it is and the more loud you are, the more clean the videos are, the more banging the records are. These platforms will make sure the world knows of it. Toronto rappers, big up that platform. Mm-hmm. Six bucks, big up. It. They have to because they're letting the world know we're the baddest. Yeah, yeah. Eat six, all of them. Yeah, We have it. So let me ask you. Um, even based on the Moolah interview, he was saying like how the weekend party, all these guys are not really look Like Drake was the only one who's really signing other... Canadian artist to his label, right? But one thing that came to my mind, is there gatekeepers? Like, do we need the cosigns from other Canadian artists for these rappers to take off or can they do it on their own? They can do it on their own. Mabula's already doing it. Hmm. He drops a a tour right now and it'll sell out pretty much in every city. That's a fact. I'll tell you that right now. He he has money waiting on him on the road. And he's confident about it. Like, I love this shit. That's that's snow business. You you take in the new Elvis movie. They Mm -hmm. teach you snow business. I had to study the movie twice. What's snow? Making the audience or your fan base feel like they have to spend their money. (laughs) Snow business. Mm. And that's what Elvis's manager taught the guy. When he did the fucking woogly, 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 and the girls go, ah! Every merchandise at the merch table is bought and sold when they're leaving the bank. They want a piece of Elvis going. Snow business. So not only did I get a hundred thousand from the promoter, I also made thirty thousand at that table over there. Mm. And I do yeah. it and I do it every night. Snow business. Snow business. That's crazy. Yo, salute to Mula first, man. Salute to that kid, man. And all the all the rappers. All the rappers. Jay Jones, friends, like all the rappers, man. These kids 
if they can just, that can one, a lot of things would change. Bigger people with bigger money would trust these kids. Like all when these, these uh, Rolling Louds come to Toronto, they, they have a mm. Toronto night where the promoters, the promoters giving a half a million dollars to the hottest Toronto act. Yeah. And there's a Toronto night and that shit's 30,000 deep. Hmm. Yep. That's what they would create if they just unify. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, because they can combine their fan bases and stuff too. Combine the fan base. Yeah. And it's a wrap. Well, that's real shit, man. Yo, Trinity Chris has got the jewelry store open right now, eh? Yeah, Holy yeah. yeah. <laughs> Holy fuck. Right. Okay, a couple other things I want to touch on before we get out of here. Yeah, too. yeah. Doovie, um, big salute to Doovie. He, he has mad tunes that are Crazy. out right now. And his new tune that's out is tearing down the place. A murder. Without an IG. Okay. Okay, because his IG got deleted. Cool. Now they're saying, now at first I thought he deleted it himself. Cause like, you know how artists would just take out, they'll wipe out their shit and like. Yeah, do some chaos shit. Yeah, they'll do some mystery shit, right? Yeah, yeah, all the time. But then from the comments, somebody said that his, um, his, his, his IG was deleted for displaying dangerous individuals and organizations. Mm. Well, I got cheese for that. Yeah, super cheese because right away they're just, they're accusing. Right, they don't have they don't have facts on that shit. Like, stop the bullshit. But at the same time, too, you ever notice? You ever see Champagne pop his phone and flipping his interview Sean P. Um, Drake. Oh, doing no. certain things. Or no, he doesn't. No, 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 he doesn't smoke when you. Those see guys him. gotta be to the side. It's showtime now. And when yeah. you're doing showtime, you gotta be very careful what you're portraying. So the train doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. Very careful. You have to be. So these guys, because, ooh, I demand them. Sometimes demand them after the things. Fuck with them on them. Yeah. For when it's really necessary. A lie? Yeah, mm-hmm. no, no, you're right. It's showtime, sir. I never looked at it from that angle. It's fam. showtime. No, because me in my mind, I'm like, yo, so what? What constitutes dangerous individuals and organizations? My brethren from the hood, my fam, what one? Like, it's the menacing. So how do you figure out, how do you figure who's who that that's a dangerous person and this is just not my fucking cousin or something? You don't even want that spotlight. Especially when you're doing your thing is popping like that. Yeah. You want the trust of these huge promoters and the borders and the stations. Huh? Mm-hmm. You have to win that first. Win the bag first. And then you can do what the fuck you want. Yeah. yeah. Who cares? We're 100 million deep right Car. So? Separate. You yeah. Have to. You got to separate it too. You have to. Especially when you're winning. Because you got to continue to win. Now it gets addictive. And it's, you have to keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Your family's dependent. Kids. Love yeah. No, nah, man, I, I just wanted to bring that point up, man. Yeah. S- salute to Doobie. Salute, salute. Um, and, right you up. know, hopefully he gets his Instagram back. Last thing I have for you, and I've asked this question multiple times, right? But because we've spoken about so much stuff, like from your come up and um, everything that's gone on with you and all the experiences that you've had. Right. And even all of the stuff that we were just getting into now with all the different Toronto rappers and right. unity and stuff. What can we do to bring down gun violence and stuff so that we can have some unity? Well, that's what I just said 
generates a lane of money. The men that are making money, they have more time to shoot. If they're yeah. busy, if they're busy, what, they're, what are they shoot? What are we shooting if we're busy? And every night we're getting a 10 grand, 15 grand, each of us. Happy. Happy. We're in five-star room. Yeah, different parts of the city are hotel. We're separated until the, the, the Yukons pull up, pick us up to go to the venue, do the show, go back to the hotel, get on the plane, do the, the next thing. Happy. Yeah. That will tremendously bring down the vexation, the violence, the foolishness. Mm-hmm. I am. Third world countries. What tames them when it comes to election time? They run money. Yeah. Cool off the killers. Well, that's real talk, fam. Open up the opportunities. These guys will have more time, less time to be, less um, time to be in the fuckery. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. less time to be ready. They're because they're making money. They're on the road. They're in a different city. They're enjoying their beautiful country, Canada. And then now the borders, outside promoters can trust. So now we're creating something huge. Because even we can't go to America, but we sure can go to Europe. And there's already a huge link with the UK artists and Toronto artists. That's facts. There's another tour. Yeah. Ta-da. More bags. More bags. And the bags are bigger. Euros and fucking pounds. Ta-da. Ta- we're too busy. We're too busy. Champagne. Poppy's letting us to play. We're too busy. And man could all get on the plane together and not beef. Letting the, yes. We're not beefing on the plane. We're all getting there in one piece. We're going to go do the. We don't have to talk. Let's make sure weed is on the deck and a couple of shorties to occupy our times on the flight. In and out. Get the money. Yeah. There's so much of it. There's a fan base that's billions deep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's real talk, man. Shouldn't it be Chris in the motherfucking building? I need to put some air horns on shop's over. Holy fuck. The jewelry shop is super open. Who the hell is my goddamn air horn? There it goes. Yo, man, I I really appreciate this conversation that we've had today, fam. Ricky, man. You know what I'm saying? Yo, like, he dropped some jewels on us. We got to learn the real Trinity Trinity Chris story because I do a lot of, you know, YouTube searching and stuff like that when I'm doing these interviews. Questions are great. Thank you. And the thing is, when I'm looking at these interviews, one thing that hurts my heart is that a lot of the content that I find for legends like yourself. Yes, sir. It's like, it's like hidden gems. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Yes, so sir. as a platform that is getting this notoriety that we're getting, and I'm so blessed to have that. Yes, sir. I feel that when we're able to interview artists like you, yes, those little, little hidden gems all get to come to one piece where a lot of people can see it. Thank you, sir. You know what I'm saying? So I appreciate Salute, you man. having this combo Salute. and sharing that with us and some of those stories that nobody's ever heard before. Never heard before. <sighs> you got no. the fire. You got the gems. Yes, Salute thank you. to you for this platform. For us. Facts. And God bless you. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. Big up 100 miles. Big up Gary. Uh, yeah, thank you. Man. Right? Real Toronto OG. Yo, give the people your socials anywhere you, where you want people to find you. Okay? At Trinity Chris 416 on the IG. Mm-hmm. Right? Just link me there. At Chris McKee on the IG for the bookings. Okay. At Armando Jr. Scarlato. You know the thing. See you out now. Stream, stream, stream. View, view, view. Z103, big up. They have the thing loud. Oscar Potato, loud. It's only up from here. A murder. See? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, man. Trinity Chris in the motherfucking building. Big salute to Dream Team Jones in the motherfucking building. Thank you, Friday. Episode 293. Hit me up on my social media platforms. Friday Ricky Dread, that's D-R-E-D. Like, subscribe, all that good shit. You know what I'm saying? Share the video. And salute to all the listening audience. Salute, man. My big salute to Raheel in the building. Raheel. Murder. We are off of this. We love hip hop.